0: Yesterday was Super Bowl 47. Maybe you watched it. Maybe you watched some of the commercials. Well, it's one thing to have us spout out of the mouth about what commercials worked and didn't work for us. It's another to, to have somebody that actually does this for a living and figure out which ones are trending and doing well for companies and which ones aren't. And that is why we're talking to Michael Berge. He is a... Big Wig and General Fancy Pants there at AdWeek.com, a great website that talks about commercials all the time, not just on Super Bowl Sunday, but he is on the phone with us right now to talk about the commercials from yesterday's game. Michael, how are you, sir? I'm great, thank you. Got to be the uh, the busiest day of the year for you, huh? It's a busy one, that's for <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> Today, today's your Super Bowl, sir. <laughs> yes, yeah, so to speak.
0: <laughs> but let's uh, let's chat it up a little bit, man. overall, what do you think the impression of the Super Bowl commercials for yesterday's game was?
2: Listen, I give them a solid B overall. I think uh, it was a pretty solid year. We had some some good, strong spots. We had some serious clunkers out there, too, but uh, a B overall.
0: And from an advertising standpoint, Jay and I have been talking about this for a while. The Super Bowl commercials, obviously, was where people bring out the big guns, but maybe they forget about the product that they're actually trying to get across. Does that seem to resonate with, with the audience? Do they seem to remember the products of the commercials that are good, or do they just remember how funny things are?
2: Well, listen, you know, it depends on what that advertiser is trying to do. I think some really push it too far, and they forget what what they're supposed to be selling. But other advertisers are trying to go just for image advertising, which is why they, you know, trot out the big guns or whatever. Um, I think, you know, one of the most memorable and beautiful spots that's going to win a lot of awards was that Dodge spot. Towards the end, you know, on the eighth day, God created a farmer, great voiceover from Paul Harvey. Whether that's going to sell a lot of Dodge trucks, I can't say, and, and I almost kind of doubt it. But I'll tell you, that's an award-winning ad that's going gonna, gonna to win a ton of awards. It was beautiful. It was stunning, remarkable. It might have been a little too long, but, you know, that's a great ad.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's uh, it's interesting because you know we're in a we're in a loud bar watching the game, so it's really hard to take in that that spot. But my wife didn't really understand what was going on, and I'm like, that's Paul Harvey. That made that spot just
2: just completely amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful, but again, I'm not sure if it's going to sell Dodge products. And if you polled America today, I'll bet three out of five might not even remember that that was Dodge. But on the other side of things, you take the Taco Bell old folks behaving badly ad. Hilarious! You don't need a voiceover, and you don't need to hear you know uh, that that fun song being sung in Spanish. That cracked me up. I was so glad to hear it and see it. Funny spot. It's going to resonate for a while. You're going to see that on TV probably for many more weeks. Uh, That might move the sales needle for Taco Bell.
1: You know, and we're uh, you know talking about sometimes you forget what the product is. Hard to forget the product in the uh, the goat talk or the goat Dorito commercial.
2: (laughs) Oh. Wait, the, the Doritos with the, the princesses and the dads? That one, and then they had the goat one where he was... Uh, the, oh, goat the goat the... one, of course. Yeah. yeah, the goat one was great, too. Listen, Doritos has a, a pretty good track record for making some great ads in the Super Bowl. And again, those are ads that you're going to be comfortable with seeing for many more times afterwards because they're not going to use those ads just once. I would say those were very effective. They resonated very well uh, in social media during and after the game. So I think those guys got their money's worth. There were a couple that really missed the mark, though.
1: So is America just not ready for uh, fat nerds making out with models?
2: (laughs) Well, listen, everybody remembers that ad. Everyone's talking about it this morning. (laughs) I think most Americans have no idea what GoDaddy really is. But that's a, that was a funny ad. I mean, it was gross. I pushed my food away at the party I was at. But, uh, but you know, I, I certainly remembered that ad. You know, funny backstory, it took 45 takes for them to get that ad right. Nice. Yeah. Damn right it would if I were that kid. <laughs> that kid is a smart. I, I give that kid so much credit. I almost wanted to be him, but then I decided not. Yeah,
0: probably smart. <laughs> what other ones weren't quite on
2: the mark yesterday? Yeah, well, did you see the pistachio ad with Cy, si, the Gangnam Style guy? Yeah, yeah, that's way done, right? I may be over that. Yeah, you're right. I thought somebody had slipped like a magic mushroom into my, my, my party mix last night, because when that came on, I was like, what is going on? That was so weird. I thought Tracy Morgan's uh, spot for the Mio drink, I, you know, I, maybe I'm just not a fan of Tracy Morgan. I thought it kind of missed the mark. And finally, uh, I thought that the rock ad with uh, promoting milk, Right. I thought it was a spoof movie. I, you know, I thought it was a movie ad for some sort of spoof, and then I realized it was for milk. I just didn't get it.
0: Overall, from, from your take on things, is it worth it for a company to spend the millions of money that they're spending on the Super Bowl to get their ad in there? Because there's just so many, I guess, uh, commercials coming at you at a rapid rate, do you, do, you th- do you think companies get their money's worth
2: I think it is worth it if you do a good ad that's going to hit the message properly. Uh, I'm going to point to the Mercedes ad that ran in like late third quarter with Willem Dafoe playing the devil. To me, that's like almost the quintessential good Super Bowl ad because you know what the product was, but you had a little fantasy in there. The reveal at the end with "Oh, it's just it's so cheap. I don't need the devil." I think that's a perfect spot. But uh, uh, I think you can get your money's worth, but you got to make a good ad.
1: You know, I, I got a question: is, is uh, ads that have uh, you know uh, them directing people to do something? You know, does that work? For example, the Coke commercial with the race, and people say go to thechase.com to find out. You know, does that work? Do people really go? I'd be really
2: curious to see how many votes Coke got to to determine the outcome of that ad. But I got to say, that was one of the biggest misses of the night. I thought there was a huge buildup and absolutely zero payoff. I don't think anybody cared. I don't think anybody knew what the hell, you know, these three different groups of people are doing running through the desert. I thought that was a huge miss. In fact, the people at the party I was at, when we talked about it afterwards, they, th- they thought it was a Pepsi ad.
0: <laughs> right, that's sh- not good. That's bad. You know, the the, the, fail. the other thing that, that, that popped out to me was maybe what a big mistake it is just to do a regular commercial. For instance, the Budweiser uh, lager launch that they did, the commercials just seem so pedestrian that maybe that's the wrong place to do something like that, right? Because they, well, they stick so out the as boring. out ads at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. It just is
2: kind of normal, right? uh... i I, not only normal i thought it was abnormally bad the people in that ad were so distasteful and snotty i I swear i got i I thought they were all like stuck in purgatory and i i didn't want to be there if i if i was sitting next to one of those people at a bar I'd walk away. I wouldn't want to drink the beer they're drinking. I thought those were a huge myth, as were the Bud Light ads with Stevie Wonder playing the voodoo guy. Oh. That you know, that, that that ad lived up to its tagline. It's only weird if it doesn't work. I thought that ad was weird.
1: To me, well, though, I mean, one of my favorite was the uh, the salsa Mon- Joe Montana stain. How did that come over?
2: That is hugely popular. That resonated hugely in the in the social world, in the social media world, and people love that. And again, I give that ad credit. It was relevant to football. It had a star of the past, Joe Montana, featured without av- having to pay him to be in the ad. Did you notice that? Yes, I, um, yeah. A really fun, fun ad. I think that worked in the end.
0: And uh, and Samsung also is getting some good uh, some good cred too. I think.
2: Look, it's great interplay between Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. Two really funny guys. I, I don't personally love ads that are. This is an ad about making an ad. You know, it's a little bit too meta for me. Um, but I, I it, it certainly has resonated uh, in the Twitter sphere. Um, I give Oreo a lot of credit during the blackout. A couple of advertisers really jumped to it and did something. Oreo put together a spot in like five minutes that they, it was a print ad that they sent out on Twitter saying, like, oh, it's easy to dunk an Oreo in the dark. So a couple of advertisers actually took advantage of the blackout and moved quickly and used the social media platform to get a message out for free.
0: I like it, man. Overall, I think a pretty good Super Bowl as far as spots are concerned. Glad to see that you uh, you agree with us, Michael, with Adweek. Uh, check out adweek.com for everything you need to know about uh, Super Bowl and advertising. And thank you for the time, Michael. We appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Take, Take care. care.